0: a trip, I guess I was picked. I don't know what I did to deserve a ride like this. Damn! I didn't have to eat. I could have been so thin. I didn't have to be quoting these sentences. I didn't have to reap the work put in, but then, even the work in itself was such a blessing. I didn't have to see the planet lip to lip. I didn't have to make a living writ to writ. I didn't have to dream and then begin to live it. And for that, I vow to be a vessel. Continue podcast. Episode 56. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Anthony John Agnello, and I am with uh, some wonderful human beings that I would absolutely survive the apocalypse with. We have Staff Roberts, Dave Roberts.
1: Uh, In the apocalypse, there won't be... I don't know. We won't. The discourse won't exist. So I look. <laughs> I look forward to it. I feel like I, I've lived a thousand lifetimes in this like last week or two. The the, the freaking Joker movie. Uh, I don't.
0: I don't want to see you. it. <laughs> like uh, I'm I, just uh, over it. I want to throw this out. I threw this out there to the Discord podca- uh, The Discord uh, of our podcast. Uh, the Discord podcast. You see? Yeah, you uh, sent an email <laughs> to
1: the podcast hosted by the Discord it, people.
0: But hosted by Discord. The the My Little Pony character. Uh, no, we, in the discourse, I, I am spending, uh, in this period between full-time jobs, I am spending so little time in front of a screen that the discourse has started to truly be diluted. Like, I know what's going on in local, national, and international news, because I read that, but the discourse is gone. I didn't even, I, I literally, two weeks ago, said to myself, I wonder uh, if like I guess that Joker movie's coming out soon, I wonder if like anyone even cares. <laughs> like, and then like I just did like a very close look at just the people uh, we collectively as a group follow on Twitter and I was like, "Oh no." No, yeah, oh. it's bad.
1: It's it's completely devoid of any nuance or but who cares? Uh, yeah. Uh, like I sent you a review uh from the Concourse. It's actually really good, but it basically talks about how like this m- movie is like a hun- it's a 5 out of 10 movie, completely forgettable that has been elevated by nothing and it will be forgotten in weeks. Yeah. 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 Like I man, like so I tweeted today that like so you know the scenes in sitcoms Where, like, it shows a dog paying attention to a person, and the person is talking. But it just sounds, like, gibberish, except for, like, a handful of (laughs) keys. Blah, 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 Joker. Blah, 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 Trump. Like, that's how my brain has been, like, interpreting Twitter over the last two weeks. Like, I just... There's too much. I can't follow a single thread for longer than five minutes before losing my mind.
0: But then... The commercial changes to the next commercial, and for CRT TVs and vintage Super Nintendo games, you're the begging strips dog. Well, I'm mean, no, begging, I begging, th-
1: begging,
2: begging, begging, begging.
1: But no, like see, I seriously think that's part of the reason why I'm wanting to go back to this because it's there's no noise.
0: Yeah, there's no noise. I you yeah, know I get that. I get that entirely. Uh, people who have to deal with noise all the time. People who subject themselves to noise Mark, on the Mark, show Mark. are named Susan Art. <laughs> Hello Susan.
3: I'm just wondering what the noise in this metaphor is because there's so many different ways that can go. Yeah. I the agree. actual dog's barking. <laughs> your noise <laughs> which I which I subject myself to or that it's 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 interesting that you uh Dave that you bring this up because just yesterday I was literally thinking about Twitter, which I've been on for 12 years. Yeah. 11 here.
1: It's, it's hell. Like the seeing that number and going, Oh my God.
3: And it's, it is a foreign language at this point. Yeah. It is. It's, it has its own patois, its own reference points, its own everything. And it's one of the most rapidly evolving languages probably on the planet which i find mm. fascinating from a linguistic point of view and uh i yeah i was just thinking about that yesterday like trying to have a a conversation a pop culture conversation with people who aren't fluent in twitter you have to yeah. you have to switch back to oh i can't i can't say i feel attacked can't say mood can't say <laughs> yeah uh you know look at this massive unit, you know, all, like all of these <laughs> these yeah. phrases that get thrown around. Having a real
1: normal one yeah. on right?
3: Twitter. Like this is, this is fine. It, uh, it's fascinating like that
0: linguistically, Susan, because it makes it impossible to incorporate that language into any art form. Yeah. Uh, it, this is a, a little shout out to a, a listener of this show. Uh, my friend and mailman devon hello devon hi devon devon is uh my canary in the mine for borderlands 3 cuz i'm not fucking <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you couldn't you literally no. couldn't even if people were paying me to play things these no. days no. all the magic
1: tricks in the world couldn't get you to play <laughs> borderlands 3
0: wild flash drives couldn't drag me away <laughs> uh so, he's, he's telling me all about Borderlands 3, and he's like, you know, I guess, like, if you think, if Borderlands 2 is funny, you'll think this is funny, but, but it's weird that the memes are so outdated. And he's like, there's a side mission called Big Doc Strength. Wow! <laughs> but then it occurred to me, A, that's really... Tacky, that's some hack bullshit Number n- n- A, number two Yeah. B <laughs> uh, The I, letter two I, I, I had forgotten that Like that Phrase entirely
1: You lived an entire lifetime I've lived S- an yeah. entire in a, the last year
0: Since that was a thing that people On Twitter and Reddit yeah.
3: were saying Yeah uh, Big dick energy, like, by the way, not strength yes, It's energy right.
0: So like you you can't Yeah. You you can't incorporate anything you see on Twitter into a film you're developing, nope. into a game you're making because minimum minimum if you're like shooting the most micro-budget movie that you're going to put on YouTube, it's going to take you like 6 months to finish that. And guess what? If you put yeah. that into your dialogue, <laughs> it will be
1: meaningless. Yeah, mean, it's like it? MySpace references and songs from 2008. Right? Uh, I have a, I have a friend at work who got me into a podcast called Reply All. Do you guys listen to Reply All? Yes. It's good. It's like they, they, they do some good like investigative journalism on sort of like – it's somewhat tech-focused, but they do a lot of different stuff. But they'll also have segments called Yes, Yes, No, where they explain – like their producer, who is not on Twitter, finds a tweet – and has the two hosts try to explain it to him and it's oh usually <laughs> like like multiple memes and news references morphed into this like blob of of like joke yeah and so they they'll spend like 40 minutes breaking down every single part of it and one of the jokes was about the whole bed bug thing happening oh. <laughs> and like my coworker like listened to it like a like, it came out two weeks after that. Everything went down, and she's like, "Oh my god, this is insane!" I was like, "Like holy shit!" I was on Twitter when this happened. Like you mm-hmm. have no idea. Like just there's no frame of reference for any of this at all. at all. At all. At all. We
0: live in very very strange times. This conversation about Borderlands three that we were having, as he was talking, he was telling me that there's a character that speaks like a streamer. There's like a, a Cool A character that like Will give you missions By being like What's up everybody Oh boy And as he was telling me that I just stopped him And I was like Oh my god When Borderlands 2 came out Streamer culture didn't exist Right That's how short a time that was only it like six act- years ago, that too, was six right? Six
1: years ago, mm-hmm. which, like, in a normal human lifetime, is not that long ago. That's not even long enough
3: for Dave to become a grandpa.
2: <laughs>
3: That's jokes for people who heard the backer pre-show. <laughs>
2: six I years. I made a
3: yeah. I made a I made a, a a joke on Twitter yesterday that has since gone viral. Uh. What's up, everybody? My name's o- it's Ozymandias. Look at my works, despair and subscribe. That's good. That's some real uh, plum. I've yeah. eaten by yeah. the yeah. plums in yeah. my yeah. icebox. Yeah, That's my fear. like, the, like the, I've had ridiculous engagement lately, just with the most, the <laughs> most twittery jokes. Like my like all I did was was. The basic pitch of Untitled Goose Game. So, so, okay, so you're a goose. Oh, you mean like a mascot, like Sonic? No. No, you're just a normal goose. okay, weird, but, uh, alright, what do you do? You annoy people, because you're a jerk. <laughs> what? Because geese are jerks. Okay. Like that, Number that's one game. the game. <laughs> that's that's the game!
0: Uh, Dave, uh, I, I don't want to keep. Talking about our Twitter lives uh here at the top of the show, but you, you didn't you don't have a Halloween name. Be a follower, Dave. Oh
1: shit. Be a Halloween. That's right, it's follower. October. I need to change yeah. to Grave Roberts again. I, I Grave I like, Roberts is so good. Yeah, it's really that's always good. That's I'm gonna do great. it right now. I like I like one I I like going with
0: ones that no one ever gets. My favorite one was I guess this is back when we were at Joystick Susan Mine. Mine was, I got a rock <laughs> egg well,
2: Who doesn't
3: get that?
0: See, you get that. No one else gets it. What? No one else gets it, ever. And I think it's very funny.
3: It's hilarious. I think that one's very funny. Oh my goodness, if people don't get that, then then society yeah. is, is doomed. Soci-
0: society is crumbling. Yeah. Uh, so it is It is that season, and I wanted to start the show. We talked about this as a trio, and I think think our next episode of this show is going to be one of our legendary oh, <laughs> you say legendary
2: they you are they legendary are legendary the yes. one of our
0: legendary commentary track episodes for a halloween appropriate horror film uh, we have not decided on what that is going to be if you have recommendations get at us at continuepod Or uh, back the show and join our Discord. We can talk about it. We can have a lively debate. But to uh, get yourselves in the Halloween spirit and that mood, I wanted to talk about horror games here at the top of the show. This is something that two out of the three uh, members of the Continue tripod are very into, and we're constantly trying to convince Dave to do it. Sometimes we do get Dave to do a horror game. Resident Evil 7, it happened. You played Resident Evil 7. I did. Yeah.
1: I had to follow a walkthrough for it because I did not want to be scared at any point in the game. (laughs) Right. But I did play it. I had to know exactly what was happening.
0: I like. At all times. I'm so jealous of your ability to be scared (laughs) still.
1: Yeah. Just don't play horror games and then like you won't be desensitized. Right.
0: And like I'm, I'm in a weird place. Where I am desensitized to the normal stuff. Uh, the other day, I tried to watch Insidious for the first time. Oh, that's a good movie. I fell asleep. I uh, just, I fell, mm. I was so bored. Out of my mind. And, like, I, I hate to say it, but, like, at this point, the, the shit that really gets to me is the stuff that is just punishing. It's like the witch. Like, I need things that are the Witch. The 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 The, v- v- vitch. V- vitch. the v- Uh Soundtrack by I now virtues. can't remember that director's name, but his new movie looks amazing.
1: Oh, is that uh, the one with Robert Pattinson? It's Robert like Pattinson's shot in 4 3 and, in black and white? Yeah, and Will the Yeah, I would see that.
0: I can't wait. But like that's that's where I've gone in horror taste, is that like uh the blob at the end of the game inside, I have been completely absorbed by my taste for surrealism. And so the sort of old pleasure of a, a haunted house scary thing is tough for me to access. And sometimes when something does start to get to me, uh, like not that long ago, I tried to watch uh, the, the haunting of, what is the Netflix show, Susan? The Haunting, haunting of Hell House. Hell House, thank you. I was about to say Hell House. I was like, they didn't.
1: That's, that's the bad guy from Final Fantasy Seven that you fight. Yeah, that's, with the rockets <laughs> that's, that come with out with the
0: rockets on the top of the house uh, I tried to watch that and I I, I got not scared but like upset mm. by the end of the first episode because I now have dad brain yep. and, and maybe that'll change as my child grows but right now dad brain keeps me in a place where I'm like no you're hurting a kid stop it you fucks the other day, I thought I could watch The Exorcist again, and oh, I, no. I, I saw that uh, a, a YouTube channel did a, like, discussion on The Exorcist, and I was like, oh, I haven't seen it in ten years. I'm gonna watch that review. I had to stop watching the review. Oh, no. I, I was like, oh, God, no. No. <laughs>
1: I saw the pol- I saw guys for the first time a couple years back. That uh, original f- one, yeah, the original. That movie's fucked up, and it's but PG. It, is. it, it is. is, but yeah, Dave fucked those kids
3: up. Kids were tougher then, Dave. Kids were
0: tougher then. I uh, my elementary school showed that after school in the yes.
3: auditorium. Okay, that's messed up for the kids. Yeah, that's for the up. kids. Like, kids love like,
1: seeing someone getting eaten by a tree. It's by fun. By a tree, I, I just like well,
0: actually. My favorite scene these days in Poltergeist is when Coach's face falls off. <laughs> Fuck you, Coach. Yeah, stop talking that. to people on Fox News, you dingus. Uh, you are the dauber, Craig T. Nelson. Uh, but so uh, as I've been going on this journey, my relationship with horror games has been changing, and I don't find myself drawn to a lot of the modern crop of horror games Mm -hmm. where it's just, you're sort of plopped into a weird space and then it's spooky for a while. Like Amnesia, which Mm -hmm. came out in 2011 and its successor, Soma, those are brilliant games, but they kind of broke everything. You know, like those games and PT and uh, Slender they just called it slender right you know yeah. like every like that's that's the modern sort of type that exists and there are occasional fits of survival horror like resident evil 7 like resident evil 7's an amazing game would you guys mm-hmm. call it a horror game though is like
3: resident evil 7 yes i would yes. Hells, yeah
0: yeah i like i draw a distinction between the like spooky gross texas chainsaw massacre the thing body horror kind of thing Mm -hmm. and something I sort of classically think of as horrific. Like say the exorcist is like, if the exorcist is your model. Mm -hmm. So I actually started to think to myself, what are my all time favorite horror games that are not just like my favorite games. Mm -hmm. I I think are amazing, but what are my favorite horror games? Because they actually upset me.
2: Mm.
0: Like they actually made it so that I was so scared that I couldn't, Function as a person anymore, uh, and like so. Silent Hill Two, amazing game, not a factor here. Silent Hill Two just made me very sad, and it made me very thinky. You guys ever get, like you know watch something or play something, and you get thinky? Oh yeah. You're like you're sitting there with like a hot. It's like two
1: the- two in the morning, and you're like looking up Wikipedia comments and like yeah. trying to figure out the meaning behind what you just saw.
0: Right. Right. You know, like, you get to the you get to the end of Silent Hill 2, and you talk to a woman on a burning staircase, and she says, you see it too. For me, it's always like this. Like, no, that's not scary. That just, like, makes me wonder how, like, my grandparents feel right now. Like, that's... Uh, I, I just gotta live with it. <laughs> it's like, just very existential. Silent Hill 1, however, Silent Hill 1 is still scary as fuck, and that game is Twenty years old. When was the last time you played the original Silent Hill, Susan? When it came out. Right. It's been twenty years. Mm-hmm. I have like constantly been flirting with going back to it, but like that's that's jank, right? Like mm-hmm. that's, that doesn't control well. That is a prime example of a game where the farther away from that being modern technology, the better it gets. I sat down to play it a couple of months ago, and the town itself is still so dreamily real. And I forgot that aspect of it. I was like, oh, well, it's just going to be really hard to find where you're going. The map is very readable, Mm -hmm. and, you know, the first chunk of that game, you are just in a town, and it's foggy, and there are skinless dogs chasing Mm -hmm. you. And you can occasionally hear them, and you have the radio. You have a little pocket radio that squalls static. And the scariest thing about that game is the buildings look so good. They still look so real. The houses and like the shitty, broken-down like drugstore facades. And every now and again, you can go into one. And the game captures this feeling of being alone in a town that you've never been in, it sucks outside. I'd, I'd, it's things in the mist, and you are just pounding on doors trying to get in. It's incredible, and I—it's—it's I, I, kind of heartbreaking that Konami has only ever tried to do a Silent Hill HD collection just the once, and it was this
3: mm. disaster. And it was broken. Comic Sans. Comic Sans on the yeah. side, horror literally show,
0: broken. <laughs> literally broken. <laughs> <laughs> But this is the kind of game that if they would just, just up-res it, just like do what they do if you play it on a PlayStation 3 from the PSN store, throw it onto a Switch, charge people $10, bucks, is a top of the line. Top of the line. And it totally taps into, for me, one of the things that I need to be scared is that tangibility, that, that familiar link to what feels like a real world like i'm trying to think of uh, a good example of a horror movie where thi- where, where shit's just bananas like did, did you guys ever see the haunting remake from like
1: the yeah. one with owen wilson
0: yeah. the one with owen
1: wilson <laughs> gets his head lopped off by like stone right. lion like that it's wow it's, and then it's, it's gone so
0: silly that's a movie that literally has a final boss There's a painting of the evil ghost, and then he comes out of it. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm, it's too fake. Too fake. I had to stop watching that haunting uh, of Hill House thing because that had that same connection that Silent Hill does. Uh, Everybody go play Silent Hill. I cannot recommend that enough as one of the things to play if you're in the mood for being frightened uh, in October. Number two, also easily accessible. I want to recommend that people play the original Corpse Party. Are you guys familiar with Corpse Party? Oh.
1: You ever
3: heard uh, of it? I, uh, vaguely,
1: yeah. So corp- I know it by I reputation, it by, yeah. Well,
0: like, the thing is, is now, I think the modern incarnation of Corpse Party is a very Susan and Dave thing. Because the modern mm-hmm. version of Corpse Party, they're visual novels primarily now.
3: Right, yeah, yeah, but yeah. But the yeah.
0: original was a fan-made game from... Way oh, back in the day, they made it in RPG Maker. And it...
1: Yeah, that sounds it, about right. Yeah, right?
0: <laughs> right? And it, it plays like a JRPG from, like, the Super Nintendo era. You see little sprite characters on a fairly grid-based environments. They're in a school. It's a spooky school. All of that is not very scary i i i would never have thought that i would be scared by a game uh that was 2d i never thought that that could happen i reviewed this game back in 2011 when it came out on psp which is a very old-fashioned sentence And, (laughs) and and uh this game, it, it so you could see even then how it transitioned to visual novel because you'll go around, a bunch of kids are in an after-school uh, like club, they hold a seance, they read the wrong book, yada, 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 they go to the place. Ba- like th- you like do. Like you do. They go to the bad place. It sounds like a deleted scene from Cabin in the Woods. Uh, interspersed with just the regular exploration and talking to people are painted, full-drawn scenes like you see in a visual novel, like the Nonary games. Uh, You'll see a thing. And the first room in the game, when you finally start playing, it's still such a striking image. You are just this kid. You're now in the same classroom you were. All of your friends are gone. So you've already got the spooky factor of being stuck in your school at night which is just sort of like a classic feeling of wrongness. And the description is, the door is just a drawing of a door. The windows are just drawings of windows. You are stuck in a room with no obvious exits. And the only thing that you can observe is a cabinet in the corner. And the cabinet is just full of human hair. Gross. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gross. Having a real normal one at the and school. And the thing
0: is, is if you don't, <laughs> if you don't keep exploring, if you don't keep observing everything in the environment, you just die. You die in that room. Oh wow! It will kill you in the first room of the game.
2: That's great. Cool. Cool. I like that. Yeah.
0: And the the whole game is that. It is a lot of movie pieces. It's a lot of... Mm
2: -hmm.
0: That's very you. Yeah, it's very me and I'm I'm more scared by the suggestion of something than the actual Mm -hmm. thing. It's why like jump scare movies, like sinister is never the kind of thing that's going to frighten me. Like, I'm not going to be gotten by that and I love Until Dawn. Until Dawn is one of my favorite games the last five years, but I would never say that Until Dawn is a horror game. It's like a thriller. I, I find it fun. I find it exciting. Very gross things happen. But the entire time, it's just like, no, there's a monster! Mr. Robot's going to cut you in half! Blah! <laughs> oh no, there's a man outside your door with a funny mask while you're in the bath. I'm like, great, funny mask. He's going to get me again. Shucks. If, if somebody was just like, no, seriously, there's a man in a mask behind you right now. Right now. And then I turned around and he wasn't there. That would scare me way more than there actually being a man in a mask. So Corpse Party, filled with very unsettling suggestions. And you can play that on almost anything. I'm pretty sure that you can actually play the original Corpse Party on your Switch at this point. But there are like 50,000 sequels, too. I can't speak to those. Uh, no, I do. And finally, the only really truly recent choice, and I am surprised to be saying this, I went back to go play a little of it uh, just a couple of days ago, and that's why this topic was super fresh in my head. Alien Isolation Mm. is a scary ass game.
1: (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs)
0: Alien Isolation might be the best horror game ever made. And... The reason it is so effective comes down to two things. Every weapon is garbage. You are truly defenseless. And the sound design in that game is so good. uh, I decided to sit down and play it with noise-canceling surround sound headphones.
1: Nope.
0: (laughs) Because I was like, hey, fuck it, dogs, it's 11 o'clock. Let's not go to bed tonight. And... (laughs) And uh, if anyone's unfamiliar, Alien: Isolation is a very, very ambitious sequel to the original Alien by Redley Scott. That borrows a lot of the production design from that from the '70s. It's made by a studio called Creative Assembly. Came out in 2015 or end of 2014. Like,
1: it, it, it's wild. Like you say, Creative Assembly, but like up to this point, that studio had been Total making nothing, nothing but oh. Total War strategy Total games. War.
0: Uh, It is, uh, yeah, they came out swinging with this one. And the game is just a survival game. There is a single alien for most of the game. (laughs) (laughs) And, And you are just trying to get away from it. It's incredible. There is 10 hours of this game where you're dealing with this one alien. Spoilers, everybody, you blow it out in airlock. Do you know how alien movies end? You blow it out the air. <laughs> Guess what? It goes out an airlock. It, that's not a spoiler if you've ever seen Alien. Uh, it's so... It's still so unsettling. It's... You know it's going to happen. You know when you're hiding in a locker and you can just hear it thumping around. You know you're fucked when it just, like... You see it, its hand reach onto the door, pull you out. That That's that third component of what I need to be scared I need to feel helpless. I need to feel completely out of control, and nothing I do will change that. Uh, there is a problem, so I can unequivocally suggest the original Silent Hill. That's a game that's still accessible. If you have a Vita, a PSP, a PlayStation 3, you can go download that game legally. It's awesome. Play. It's like five bucks. If you have a machine that'll run it, go play it, it's incredible. The original Corpse Party is available on pretty much every single platform out there. Anyone with a PC or a phone, you can play that game. It's amazing. Alien Isolation is a little bit trickier for me to recommend. Because you can play it on a PlayStation 4, Xbox, you can play it on a PC. Uh, Problem is, it's amazing for 10 hours. And then you have to play an 8-hour game after those 10 hours. That's terrible. That is one of the worst games I have ever played. Because all of the stuff that makes the first two thirds super scary, super amazing, super good, are just thrown out the window, and you have to spend eight hours like fighting. There 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 are required sections of combat. There are moments when you have to shoot face huggers and it's impossible and it's just hot trash. Do not just don't. Just play, and there's a very obvious endpoint. When the alien goes out the airlock, pretend that's the ending.
1: Turn, it, Turn off. it off! It's over. Hooray! You and
0: Josie can go and get in your your cryos cryo bed. You got do what do a Ripley. Get in your underpants and get your cat <laughs> and go to bed because you've done the be, you've <laughs> done the game. I would say that that game was flawless up until the halfway point, point. and then the end. It's like oh, the company was the bad guy along. Great guys, shut up! Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dave, do you have any horror games? Because you, you are scared. You're a scaredy cat. Are there, yeah, I'm a big baby. Are there any horror games that you are fond of and that you would put to the people or, or things that actually scare you?
1: I really like Soma, Soma's, actually. Uh, but the thing is, like, I actually read an article about this for GamesRadar. Uh, Soma hit a lot of the same notes that one of the scariest things I ever played when I was a child uh, and that was <laughs> the original mist. Ooh, mist is
0: scary. Mist is a good scary.
1: It's movie. it's not intentional. I don't think it's intentionally supposed to or maybe no, it yeah, is. When you, I don't when know. You talk but to it's those dudes they're, they're intentionally trying to scare you. It's so lonely. Like it feels like a real place but it also feels completely abandoned.
2: Totally you
1: yeah. And like you you never like the, there are no bad guys. Nope. There's no there's nothing hunting you. But you just feel this like 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 you said, the sense that like I'm not supposed to be here and I don't know if I can get out. But then you get so the real ending of the game is like eventually you go through all the clues and you find out that like so there are these two brothers, they're stuck in books uh, and they're all like, hey, find these colored pages, get me out of the book. And uh, what you're supposed to do is find out that they were put there on purpose by their father because his sons are assholes. <laughs> so you need to find uh, the pages to restore his book, go talk to him. And he's like, I'll go deal with my sons. Don't worry about it. But what happens is there are bad endings that you can get. If you collect all of the pages for the other books. So what you're doing is, um, you open up their book and it's like this, you know, laughably bad FMV sequence, uh, where it's like cutting in and out with like fake VHS static where they're like trying to reach you almost like, like, uh, they're trying to reach you from a broadcast station. That's like in a huge storm, like a blizzard somewhere. And they can like, you barely make it out. But as you find pages, like the signal Keeps coming back, and eventually you can start understanding them. Until eventually they're like, "Yeah, all you need to do is find me one more page, and I'll help you get out of this island." You give them the page. The game flashes. You're inside the book now. The the asshole son is on the island, and he just starts ripping pages out of the book. Scary. I didn't know that until when you're 12 years old. That's super scary. And your parents are Mm -hmm. not home. You are staring infinity in the face. Yikes.
0: Yeah, I didn't know that. it's fucked I didn't know up. Like, I thought. Yeah, it's yeah. fucked up. What do you play Mist on these days? Like, can you just? Can you go to uh, it's on can iPad.
3: You can play it on your DS. Uh, don't do that, though. <laughs> don't. Yeah, don't. It's talk bad. To them. <laughs> it's really bad on the DS. Uh, but uh, you can uh, buy all of the Mist games uh, from from Good Old Games, I think, and yeah. also Steam, and also Direct from. Cyan
2: Worlds,
1: and uh, I think there's like a real mist version on iPad as well. Yes, that's kind of that's like the the version that's like readily available right now. Where they sort of remade it in a more like like it's less like click photo appears and it's more like 360 degrees, Uh, not like full 3D, but like you can look around. I think having the Um,
0: old-fashioned like having an old-fashioned interface makes stuff like that nice and spooky. I think. Like, yeah. there are horror movies that I still like watching on VHS. Like, if I feel like watching Hellraiser, I'm not getting a DVD out of that. Give me...
1: I mean, that game wow. was made for VHS, yeah. or yeah. game, that <laughs> movie.
0: Yeah. Uh, man, that's a good one. Yeah, Soma is also good, especially nowadays, when you play Soma, you can play, like, a no-death version, where, like, they... Yeah, do- because,
1: like, the thing is... It's obvious that they were making one game and realized that they tapped into something else and decided to take that thread to its conclusion because the game that it becomes, it starts out like there are monsters that you have to avoid. Yeah. And they' the monsters aren't smart. They're not particularly difficult to avoid. Um, they're yeah, they're yeah. they're purely there because it's a video game and you have to have something to challenge you in some way otherwise you're just walking from like point to point in like utter underwater darkness but it, i think that would actually be scarier in some ways just like all you have is like the sound of your breath in your like uh under your diving suit you're lost. You don't know where you need to go. Um, and then that game just starts pulling some crazy existential yep. bombs yes. on you. Soma is uh, that's a
0: thinky game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, I'm going to be staying up until 2 a.m. Like just, just staying awake because I don't really want to sleep right now and be alone with that's my some thoughts. One of the
0: hardest endings in any game of all time to deal with. That ending is tough. Susan, what is, what's a good recommendation for you? Like, it's funny, I don't feel... I don't feel like we've talked about a good horror game on this show in a really long time.
3: Yeah, there's a reason for that. <laughs> it's kind of dead out there. Uh, yeah. it, well, it's also... So... Wh- okay. Yeah, do it. All right. I'm sorry. I'm going to be that person now. So, the... What happened in horror movies is when... Uh, movie creation was democratized by you know, GoPros and movie editing software and suddenly you could make a movie for $10,000 and release it. The same thing happened with video games. right? So what happened in movies with horror movies was the Blair Witch mm-hmm. Project which made a fortune relative to its production costs. Which spawned the found footage wave. Now, then after that, every movie was found footage because you could do it on the cheap. And what got lost in that wave of copycats was what Blair Witch did was it had a story. It had an idea mm-hmm. and then used its lo-fi nature to its advantage to tell that story. Everybody else is just like, whatever, we'll just, you know, get GoPros and we'll go in the woods and everybody just improv your oh, lines. Oh, there's a and ghost. Great. Yeah, exactly. It forgot that you need, you need that foundation to build off of. And the same thing happened in indie horror yeah. games. Suddenly, you, could, you know, game development tools and digital distribution meant for a rather low buy-in, relatively speaking, you could get your game out there. Which is, which is great in the macro because that, you know, the more creators we have, the better art we end up with. But then it became, we, we, got, it, we got all the amnesia clones. Oh. The, well, okay, uh, you know, monsters are too hard to animate <laughs> and who wants to do an inventory system? So you're helpless and all you can do is hide. And so we just got, we just got that over and over and over again. And it's a, it, it's a very difficult thing to do horror well. particularly in a video game, because the player has agency. And for horror to work, it has to be really beautifully orchestrated and tuned. And if you're, like, trying the same thing six times in a row, like, now you're just annoyed. You're not scared anymore. Whatever tension you had is gone. You're just irritated. And now the game has to do the business of building that that back up to get you back to that tense state so where you can be disturbed or scared or whatever. So it's it's a really tough thing to do well. So that's a big part of why we don't get a lot of good horror games. And nobody
0: nobody is going uh, to invest in, uh, like, the, like, the big guns don't really do it anymore. Uh, there was a right, time right. where, like, it was very, very lucrative to make a big horror game at one of the big video game publishers because it
3: didn't cost that much to make a video game
0: and you could do Right,
3: it. well, I mean, and that's that's it exactly. I mean, the, the video game industry has yeah. changed a lot since the original Xbox came out. It just has. The, the economics of it have changed dramatically. So you're not going to get a Fatal Frame. You're not going to get a Clock Tower. You're not going to get these games. You're going to get a Resident Evil whatever because it's a brand that people know work. And, it, and it, right? it's,
0: it's, you know, like Resident Evil 7 is, yes, a horror game, but like that's kind of
3: the only one
0: in the Resident Evil franchise. Yep. Like, the rest of them are just uh, gross action games. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, ex- exactly. Uh, you, you you are getting uh, some horror in VR now, mm-hmm. but it's, it's you know, same thing, GoPro yeah, all I, over I again. I find it all so boring.
0: I, I was yeah. really, I, I was excited to try some of the stuff uh, that Shudder was putting their names on. Uh, like Elijah Wood and those guys were involved in. Yep. So I've been checking out some of those demos and I could go to sleep. I just like,
3: yeah, it's, it's a, it's a lot of not very good. That said, uh, I, I do acknowledge that I am very, very hard Mm -hmm. to please with scary stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm a very, very tough sell. I'm really hard to scare at this point. Uh, I did not know this about myself until I don't even remember what I was watching or doing but the what happened in the movie was somebody was decapitated. And I was yeah, like there's nah, head Yes, nah. <laughs>
2: nah.
3: yeah,
1: so yeah. I saw there's, the this happened
3: to Owen Wilson like, <laughs> yeah, right, like oh. a, I saw nah. Nah. and then and then the person with me is like what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> his head is a, I'm like okay, well, seen the, it. Eh. <laughs> like it's it's such a it's such a like crutch. Yeah. To, like, yeah, that's it's easy to oh, especially yeah, when it's in like, the context
0: uh. of horror. Like the other day yeah. I've been watching the second season of the TV show Legion which, mm-hmm. oh man, Susan, you hate that show. Oh my God. I stopped. I, 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 I can't. Because I was watching it and Kate, Kate my wife was like, why? Or what is this? And I was like baby, it's like if David Lynch and Wes Anderson were the same person. This is <laughs> yeah, this is for me. But like, you
3: know, that no, no, no. But you, okay, this is, I have such a specific reason why I can't watch that show anymore. Uh, when the first season came out, we were working, we three were working at Games yes. Radar. And my job was to edit all of the content that went up before it went up. And Leon Hurley was doing recaps of oh. Legion. Oh, oh and no. every time, yeah, every time he referred to to the character played by Aubrey Plaza, he called her Aubrey Plaza. That's not
0: great. (laughs) That's...
3: Every single time.
1: To be fair, that is her character. True, true, but still,
3: it's... (laughs) Okay. You gotta say what? Yeah, but A, I had no idea who this woman was before this show. Oh, yeah, all right. So, I'm like, that is meaningless to me, and now I'm just reading this very unusual name over and over and over and over. And so, so now if I see her, all I get Plaza. You don't remember Aubrey, Aubrey, Bla- Aubrey Plaza.
0: Plaza from your favorite movie of all time, Scott Pilgrim
3: vs. the World? Oh, I watched ten minutes of that movie and turned it off because I wanted Yeah, you wanted everyone to, to die. <laughs> I, wa- I just... I wanted to get a nail gun and just like I, I will recommend... Right into I, my head. It was th- I hate I re- that movie I so much. I watched that
0: movie just recently. Uh, doesn't, it doesn't it, hold
1: it, up? does it?
3: Well, it?
0: parts of it do. Uh, parts of it are incredibly entertaining to watch. Go onto YouTube, Susan, and just look up the Chris Evans scenes. People people, people, okay, yeah, people but, forget... That,
1: that that part is legitimately it's ama- yeah, good. It's amazing.
0: People forget that Chris Evans is I believe is in that.
3: It. I believe that, but it was... It was when he's peeing and there's yeah, like a meter. A, a meter. A, uh, there's a UI, yeah. and I'm like, it's like a video it. game. It's like Susan. a video <laughs> game, Susan.
1: it's like, it's like a video, like one of the Super Nintendo games that he plays. Because yep. that's yeah references.
3: It's it's a little too Big Bang Theory it's, for me. Yeah, I just it is can't. A lot of that. I have too much self respect to it's, enjoy it's, it's, it. Sorry. it's
0: indie indie Big Bang Theory. Oh. So anyway, God. in Legion, but anyway. in Legion. <laughs> out of the blue, they are they. There's like this sequence, uh, narrated by John Hamm, where John Hamm mm. is talking about what a delusion is, and mm-hmm. how a what a delusion is is an idea that is bad that you are convinced is real. Mm-hmm. And so, out of the blue, John Hamm starts narrating a story about a man who wakes up one day. And suddenly has the delusion that his right leg is not his own, and it—it uh, so quickly and abruptly cuts to this man sawing off his own leg that I was like, "No, no, God!" <laughs> and I can't remember the last time that like gore really got me. Yeah, but like I like I yeah. was, like Kate was in the room. She's like, "No, no, I hate this show." <laughs> Yeah, that really the heebie-jeebies. Uh, before we leave the topic of horror, I will say like a co- do I not
3: get to oh, talk wait, about I, the horror games? No, no, I please.
0: I thought I thought you had concluded your point. I'm sorry. No,
3: please. No. do it. No, not at all. Uh, the 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 stuff that scares me because it's interesting now that you have dad brain yeah. and and all that. The stuff that used to scare me when I was younger. Uh, I have also evolved just because I'm older, and I feel like I understand what the stakes of life actually yeah. are now. And so the stuff that scares me is that you're helpless, that uh, they there you know you have no choice, kind of stuff. You've completely lost your agency, which is why I really love Dead Space. Oh yeah, and it's 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 I mean it has some jump scares, and that that's fine. But what I really love about Dead Space are two things. One, the main character wants no part of this shit. Isaac is like, no. Mm, I'm I an engineer. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I just, I'm a blue-collar guy. I don't want to be, I'm not a hero. But if he wants to escape, if he wants to live, he has to keep going deeper and deeper into the ship, which is where all the bad things are. But, but he doesn't have choice. Like, he, he has no choice. This is, this is the path to freedom. So, uh, so I love that. And you find, uh, you know, notes and journals and stuff from the people who are on the Ishimura who know what's happening to them and are doing things like cutting off their own legs. Yeah. To
1: Like, en to, masse, too. Yeah. Like, just...
3: Yeah. Yeah, and that to me is horrifying. It's so good. Like, you know, it, it's it's really great because the the spaceship is such a great setting for that because you can't just leave. Yeah, you're there. This is you're trapped. You got your options are very they're limited to what you have with you and where you are, and I I love that. That's my favorite kind of horror at this point is that sort of environmental what what can I do with what I have kind of stuff. Uh, absolutely
0: love that. I'm trying to look up right now, as we speak, mm-hmm. uh, if that game is playable on anything these
1: days. Yeah, it's on Steam. Anything modern? on Steam. Okay. It's, on, it's, on, uh, it's on Xbox One through backwards is compatibility. Is compatible. Mm. Oh, that's
0: awesome. That's yes, correct. the whole series. Sorry. Yeah, then, man, the, the really nice thing about Dead Space is... Uh, we've talked about difficulty on this show before. Difficulty is a very common subject when talking about any games these days. Uh, I would say Dead Space is one of those games that, like, play it on normal the first time you play it. Oh, yeah, 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 I agree. Because you want, like, if you want it to be scary, play it on normal, because if you play it on easy, that turns Dead Space into the funniest shooter, like, arcade-style shooter in the world. Yeah. Because you are just (laughs) so powerful then it's just like, blam, yeah. blam, 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 blam.
1: Benny Hill music is alien parts just yeah. fly and everywhere. It, don't
0: yeah. get me wrong. Enormously
3: entertaining way to play that game.
0: <laughs>
3: but it <laughs> loses a little something in the spooky yeah, quotient. Uh, the other reason I want to bring up uh, Silent Hill or Silent... I, was, I would say Silent Hill 2, personally, because I don't pay any attention to the plot of these games because they make no sense. <laughs> But silent. this is true for Silent Hill 1 as well, less so any of the others. But what those two games in particular do so exceptionally well is use sound. And use the sound to suggest things to you. The siren, the use of the siren is genius. Just, Just pure genius. The air raid siren in Silent Hill lets you know Oh, all the really bad stuff is about to happen. (laughs) Buckle up, kiddo. And the static on the radio tells you something is somewhere relatively nearby. You don't know what, you don't know where, you may never run into it. The the moment I knew that Silent Hill was going to be one of my absolute all-time favorite games, I was going through, because I'm that person who has to go through every yeah. room, has to look. To, and, and Silent Hill, you actually do have to search every location. And it was a school. And I'm looking through the classrooms. And and um, it's in the normal yeah. world. So it's it's not too creepy. No, it's still
0: so upsetting. No lights are on. It's, it's
3: bad. So
0: <laughs> oh, the school is so upsetting. But,
3: it's so bad. And I, I'm, I'm looking around a room. And I hear glass break. Oh. Uh. And I'm and I I froze. I'm like what, uh. what, <laughs> what? And I leave the room, and I go to the room <laughs> next door, and there's nothing there. Just looks
1: exactly
0: the same as the last room you were in.
3: Right. I don't know what bro- I don't know what broke the glass. I don't know if there was any glass. Doesn't matter. And it does stuff like that constantly. Non-stop. It's fantastic. And it's genius because it's using so little computing resources to do this yeah. stuff.
0: And like, again, like that sort of, the, the original PlayStation, the way that it rendered, uh, you know, the way that it rendered polygons and the very early attempts at uh, <clears throat> textures on those was that they couldn't hide the seams very well like is mm-hmm. jagged and sort of the edges of everything always look shaky and Konami at the time their developers were really experimenting with making that part of the style and so within the span of a year of each other you had the original Metal Gear Solid and you had uh, Silent Hill where they were both saying like well what if everything was supposed to look jagged and like you're just hung over in hell forever <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh man.
3: Original Silent Hill is so good.
0: Susan, do you have any other ones?
3: Or just uh I you know, just I will always I will always the first half of Resident Evil Resident Evil 7. Yeah, Resident Evil. Not the second half. Forget <laughs> it. There there's a very clear demarcation uh in that game. The first half, I, I love it so much. It's a haunted yeah. house. Period. And it's good. And the stuff that happened, I I texted you when it happened.
0: <laughs> yeah. we, had a, we had a whole <laughs> conversation. We both got to experience each other's experiencing of the very first moment in real time. I it's I, so I wish good. that I could play that game in VR. Uh, I have since tried to do that uh, again now that I have a PSVR and I can mm. just...
1: You get really, the vapors? Uh,
0: oy, oy, oy. I feel like Joe Lieberman watching a Night Trap clip. It's that's a deep one nice uh, nice. yeah it's funny there are so many like old wonderful survival horror games and the problem is is none of them are accessible anymore and so many yeah. of them are so hard to play uh, Rule of Rose is such a scary oh, yeah. scary scary game and like not only is that game like $200 now but like, oh wow, oh really? yeah, Rule of Roses. Like,
1: yeah, it was like a late era Atlas PS2 yeah, game.
0: Yeah. Oh, that'll do and it. It just like it's you just fight against it nonstop, trying to just do anything. But God, is it yeah fucking scary? Uh, just like Blue Stinger for Dreamcast, everybody. <laughs> yeah, Blue Stinger, <laughs> the perfect, the perfect <laughs> launch game. Uh, Blue Stinger is not perfect. Uh, Anybody who does not know what Blue Stinger is, go to YouTube, pause the show, go to YouTube, look up Uh, Blue Stinger intro, Dreamcast. Susan. Yes. What makes a
3: game perfect? I feel like a game is perfect when you can't think of a single thing that would improve it. There are things that you could say that would make you like it better, but liking it and, and its innate quality are two different things, which is, which is something a lot of people have trouble wrapping their heads around. But yeah, when, when, when a game so thoroughly fulfills its mission, when it, when it knows what it tries to do and it's executing that so profoundly... That you can't think of as like nothing, not like oh the control could be bad, the c- the camera could be the the voice act nothing, like nothing. That is when I think a game is perfect. Hmm. It's such. This
0: is a conversation that we have had uh, as a trio many times. This is a conversation that we, you and I, have been having for a very long time, Susan, because it's mm. it's it, it's a very rare occurrence when it actually happens. We talked about this very briefly. Uh, Last episode on the show, we were talking about Apple Arcade and we were talking about R Wild Hearts uh, because we brought up Donut County and briefly mm-hmm. alluded to this, but I, I, I think all three of us feel that Donut County is a perfect game. Like, what, what would you change? What would you take out? And after we had that conversation, Susan, you actually proposed to us. We were, we were in our little continue podcast proof text message. And you said, "Is there a factor where if you have a perfect game, it's inherently limited? It's an yeah." A, like I'm very intrigued by that idea. Like it, your argument for that being the case is pretty great.
3: So, especially with something like a Donut County and or a Cyanara Wild Hearts, they are both perfect. In my opinion, they are both absolutely. Perfect. They nail what they want to do exceptionally well. But they are both tuned for a very specific player, a specific sense of humor, a specific sense of style, a very specific aesthetic. They are not going to make everybody happy. Like, if you do not vibe with Donut County's sense of humor, it's pointless to you. And if you don't enjoy the... Music and the presentation of Sayonara Wild Hearts, meh, it's fine. But out, you know, so, you're, so I was wondering: in order for a game to be perfect, to fully realize what it wants to do, does it have to only try to be for a very small? audience because you take something like a call of duty call of duty wants to sell millions and millions and millions of copies it has to appeal to a wide variety of people of tastes of experiences of geography everything right it's got to try and be as as much the same experience for a wide group of people as it possibly can so that you know somebody growing up in london who's 16 has the same basic experience as a 40-year-old in Austin, Texas, right? I don't think it can be perfect because it has to appeal to too many different tastes and experiences and players. Yeah.
0: And I, I don't know, like, Dave, what, what is your what is your feeling about what makes a perfect? Oh, I'm, I, 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 I really want to respond to that, but I want to hear what you have to say first.
1: I, I I think you're onto something a, a bit there, um, especially because like I don't think like Call of Duty can be a perfect game because there's so much of it nowadays. Mm. Like you could say Call of Duty Two maybe was like a perfect game because it's like the perfect essence of like a, a first person like a World War Two first person shooter. They did it right. Like they invented the the uh, find you know, hide and then heal. Like, there's no med packs, then they did all the cinematic stuff. Like, they, they figured it out, but now Call of Duty is everything it's the campaign, right. it's the multiplayer, it's the That's the battle royale, it's the alien or the zombies mode. It's the, there's it's just Gun so Madden. much they made of it. Gun yeah, they make Gun Madden mm-hmm. and they do it every year. So, like, I just in that case I just think that there's there's so much of it because again it's it's this thing where they they want this product to appeal to as many possible people uh, as they can so they just shotgun method um uh, everything where um like even like I would probably consider Super Mario World yeah a perfect game and that game sold millions mostly because it was just packed in with every super Nintendo yeah, that you bought. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, you know, and super Mario is a beloved character. Like people all over the world know him more than like, like, wasn't there a time when he had more brand recognition than Mickey as Mouse Yeah. like yep, something it
0: changed over from Mickey Mouse to Mario in 1997. Yeah. That's still
1: true. But that game, is only trying to be a side-scrolling platformer. Like, it's, it finds lots of things to do within that milieu, but that's all it's doing. It's not... Tr- like, there's no multiplayer Battle Royale mode. And, like, when they try to do the multi, Like, the, the Mario Bros. mode in, like, Super Mario 3, like, eh, whatever. So, like, I, I think that, like, they, they distilled the essence of Mario... In that game, and then just played with it a bunch. Um, yeah, but I, I think that's really what it is. It's like it's finding that edge and then sharpening it, rather than dulling it, so you have a product that appeals to you know. Mm. Yeah, it's
0: really weird. You know, the, the Super Mario example. I jumped to saying Super Mario Brothers three when we were having this conversation via
1: text the other day,
0: and I don't really stand by that anymore. I think that there's there's really something to be said about following that train of thought, Dave, of it it has to be, uh, you know, it it has to be too many things at the same time. Like, it's complex. Mm. And it's funny, like, I I always think about, like, the intent behind things. The original Super Mario Brothers, you know, the Famicom, you know, that that hardware was starting to get a little old in the tooth uh, by 1985 uh, after two, like, sort of banger years in 1983 and 84 in Japan. And Nintendo was, they put out like a disk drive add-on and they were like, the cartridges that we're making, the cartridge is, it's too small and we're at the end of our rope with what we can do with these cartridge games. They hadn't really realized that they could put expansion modules in there, which is what made the NES so popular. And so the, the Super Mario, the original Super Mario Brothers was to them, they were like, let's make the ultimate cartridge game for the Famicom, let's make the ultimate cartridge game, the, the thing that is the most you can do with this and they made the original Super Mario Brothers and so it was almost like made with the idea of perfection being the goal like this ultimate expression of what the technology can do and as far as what those original ba- bear carts could do, that really was the limit, like that was pushing that machine as hard as it could go without adding more tech into the little box but even that game's not perfect. Like the original Super Mario Brothers is just weird and broken, and the weird brokenness is what makes it so memorable. Thirty-five years after the fact, like the the minus world that you can access, the infinite one-ups by jumping on that little turtle thing. When I think of the games that I actually think of as perfect, things like Donut County, Untitled Goose Game. I think Untitled. I think mm-hmm. Untitled Goose Game is a perfect game, bar none. I yeah. agree don't change yep. anything, perfect game they're so limited in scope that they have mm-hmm. the ability to sort of be flawless and that's, that's not that they're, they're not aiming high Like obviously there's profound craft in them but they're, they're modest in their scale mm. but also the game that I, I think of as the model for all perfect games is Tetris Tetris is Tetris perfect. Tetris is perfect. And that's why Tetris is the most played game in history. Tetris is so simple, so brilliant, so easy to adorn. Like, you know, we're Dave, you're talking about how many different versions of Call of Duty is. There is no calculating how many versions of Tetris there are in the world.
1: Because we don't... You could play Tetris with words if you how, wanted to.
3: How many... There's one with hacks. Guys! How many Texas
0: Instruments (laughs) 83 calculators are there in the world? Because every goddamn one has some weird homemade version of Tetris on it that a high school kid made because they were bored. But that original version is perfect, and I think part of the reason it gets to be perfect is that it was made with no expectations at all. Mm, That it was mm -hmm. just done. And it was just like, hey, you know what would be fun? How about this? And the other one that always occurs to me is Pac-Man. Like, Toru Iwatani being like, oh man, we got all these leftover arcade boards that we don't know what to do with. Uh, I was eating pizza, so we'll make a pizza man. And then you just (laughs) get a perfect game. Pac-Man is so simple and so perfect and so unassuming. They're like, yeah, that's entertaining enough. We might make a little bit of money. And then you put it in front of people, and it reveals something in them as much as it does the game. Uh, I don't know if I could point to, like, a narrative-based game.
3: That's, that's perfect.
0: Like, mm. something that tells a story, because I, I genuinely think it's just...
3: Someone's gonna say Gone Home, you're
1: <laughs> wrong, stop it. I love Gone Home, I love it,
3: but it's not, that's not a
1: perfect game. Uh, no, I think, I think it all, it's because narrative is ultimately messy. And it's subjective. Like, it's mm,
0: entirely subjective. Yeah. Uh, how you're going to respond uh, to it. Like, I could tell...
1: Especially in a video game, because you could see something that someone else doesn't see because you pointed the camera in the wrong yeah. direction.
3: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh. Although, to, to our previous point, here's another thing. All of the games that we're talking about being so limited in scope they're very short experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A narrative game, by definition, is usually going to be longer because it's trying to tell a story and has to put game parts in there. And the longer it goes on, the bigger room there is for it to go awry. Yeah. It's,
0: it's tricky. I, like, I, I don't know. There, there are things that I love, and I would sit here, like, oh, yeah. You know, we, we just had this long conversation about horror games. Like, part of me wants to say Silent Hill 2 is a perfect game. Like, I do kind of think Silent Hill 2 is a perfect game, but I think it's emotionally perfect. I don't think it's mechanically yeah, yeah. perfect.
3: Right, right. Like, yeah, you can't say there's nothing you would change about Silent Hill 2, because you would change the camera, the controls. But like, like,
0: like, that's the thing. Like, I love those limitations in that game, but, like, would I change the mm-hmm. menu? Would I change the loading times? Would I change... Yeah, well, right. except... Yeah. Like, all of those all of those little different things. And even that, like, again, like it comes down to taste. Like I I am one of those assholes that sits there and says tank controls in the original Resident Evil games make them better games. Shut the fuck it does. up. Go, Shut go up, play, you're go wrong Go play Resident Evil HD. The, the the GameCube remake with the improved analog control. It's not as fun it's not as
1: tense well, it's because that game was not the way that that game is designed was not designed for analog controls it's just like fundamental from a ground <laughs> yeah. level it's you not know
3: what, You know what, no, the, also the, the, the redhead zombies were a dumb like i appreciate it as a thought right. it's in practice they're it's stupid. stupid it's stupid but like big frog man who can cut off your head
0: does it, it doesn't create a lot of tension when it's like, fuck you, Frogman, I can run away really easily. Ha 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 Like you know, part of the reason Frogman makes you nervous is that you're like, Oh man, it's gonna take me forever to turn around.
3: <laughs> that's not no, that's it not works. G- it's not good game I, design. I love it.
0: Uh, It really works
3: for me. It's because you're an old man. Then why don't you like the evil within? Because that's all that is.
0: Now that's not true. The evil within (laughs) is not designed around those limitations. All of the characters are way too fast. All of the enemies are way too fast. The damage they cause is too intense. It's just shitty. Whereas you play, you know, a classic Resident Evil. It's like, all right, memorize the space. The space is cramped. The guys are slow. You got to deal with it. It's great. It, I, like it. <laughs> I like it. Lies. I like it.
2: Lies. Re- so Resident bad. Evil. Resident <laughs> Evil.
0: <laughs> Resident Evil Gun Survivor Two. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Everybody, those
0: are real.
3: Uh, no, it's perfect. Typing of typing the day. Dead. Of dead.
0: No, no, uh, no, that's man. The the other day, the guys who were remaking Panzer Dragoon for Switch announced that they're mm-hmm. remaking House of the Dead
1: One and Two. Yep, and yep. Aren't they also working on Zvi too? Yep, like, did they they're confirm on that that's happening?
0: Yeah, yep. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm very. House of the Dead One and Two are games that I don't know if I want to be remade. Like. I don't like why would you want like House of the Dead 1 if it looks like really fancy.
1: <laughs> well it's like like it's the same thing with Shenmue 3 like I want Shenmue 3 to look like a game from the year 2000 right, right. on my PlayStation 4. Yeah. Like if 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 it has like good voice acting all of a sudden that's, that's not
0: But like that's that's that ties into our our whole conversation like Tetris it doesn't really matter what Tetris looks like. Like you can make it look really, really cool. You can have all of these fun aesthetic tweaks. You know, Tetris Effect has, like, some very, very cool levels, right? But, like, it doesn't change... Yeah, the, yeah right? Like, What I'm saying is, yeah. it, the presentation isn't essential, but there are games that, like, maybe you'd play them, and they'd be like, this is perfect. And then a year later, the presentation of it has aged in a way that sort of takes the teeth out of it. Like, presentation
1: can affect that sort of thought of perfection mm. uh, well like, uh, I, like I remember eternal darkness being pretty affecting for a lot of people back in the day but you try to play it now and it's like oh my volume is turning up but that's not what, what TVs look like anymore with oh, the green oh, the right, the, right. the video thing appearing in the top right, right corner like that's not you don't do that anymore
3: <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, nothing in Eternal that's, Darkness. Oh, that's work, too I mean, bad. Not anything. That's a shame.
0: Great, great game. Great game that, oh boy, when was the last time you tried to play it?
3: No, it was a moment in time. It was a in moment time. in time. Yeah. It's I pl- okay, the very first time I played Eternal Darkness was the N64 version. Oh, wow, that demo?
0: You played yes. that demo? That's How? wild. I
3: did. There was a Nintendo event at... It was and if it was a public yeah. event by the way yeah and I played it and I was like this is sort of like whole and then that's what became eternal darkness uh, wonderfully cr- outside the box thinking yeah. super creative f- scary just un- just just they're like this is a really weird idea but we're going with it that and it, it it doesn't age well, <laughs>
2: but <laughs> But Say what you want about Silicon Knights, they thinking.
0: were not lacking for really good ideas early on. Yes,
3: just, agreed. Completely just. agree.
1: Yeah, that, that Valkyrie coming down every time he died <laughs> yeah. was just oh. <laughs> so good. Damn. I love it.
3: What it was, in and of itself, good yeah. idea. It's the execution. Yeah, that's
1: that's, that's their that's kind of their problem. Yeah. yeah, going all going all the way back.
3: Dennis Dyack is insane. Also, like a,
0: God. I uh, that was one. Speaking of things that I played not that long ago, sort of questing to be like, does this is this still affecting? Is this still scary? When I played the original Silent Hill about five mm. six months ago, I also fired up Blood Omen Legacy of Cain for the first time. Oh yeah! Oh, it it's wow. like this weird oh, Zelda wow. game. Uh, man, such good ideas. The best ideas. So ambitious. It is shocking to me that that game turns on at all. Like,
2: Oof. it is, <laughs> it is <laughs> such a
0: goddamn mess. Uh, and I beat it when I was a kid. Like, I finished that game, and I don't know how. I don't know how it runs at all. Susan, are there any other uh, games that you think are sort of worth holding up as... You know, sort of a paragon of this this ideal that you laid out.
3: Gosh, <sighs> I feel like there's 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 an obvious one that I'm missing. I got I
0: I got one, and it sort of just is it just proves your thesis, which mm. is electroplankton. I <gasps> I love oh, electroplankton. Electroplankton. Good is, choice. I, I got one. Oh oh.
1: Rock band. Uh, the rock band.
3: Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause it doesn't like it, it, all it does. It's, it's, it perfects the thing from guitar hero, but it works in multiple people and it's like, that's it. Like they didn't need to expand on Th- it. Like that, like I would that was it. That,
0: like, I I still even Rockman Four I, I would change the UI like for like menus Well, Rockman oh, Four is kind of like a mess. But like mess. Oh, none of them got it right. Like they like when you're queuing up a playlist, like, I, I, like I wish for all the world that all of those fancy menus with all of their flashy transitions were just not there. Like mm. get me into the game faster. Is
1: this is, would this be an emotionally perfect game? It's definitely than- emotionally perfect. Okay, because like that—that's the like it. They harnessed the feeling yeah. of being in a band out of the gate, the yeah. first one. Yeah, done. yeah. Like that's yeah. it. I
3: agree with that. I agree with that. Hey guys, yeah. braid. But it's, it's braid right? It's Shut so up. good.
0: Shut
2: it's up. a metaphor up. for. Uh, it's just <laughs>
1: for. Shut it's a it's a metaphor for the your, nuclear bomb, and I will be taking mouth. no other questions at this time. Just shut I up. I really hate that game. Not weird relationship <laughs> hang-ups Am that I, a I have. dick that I really hate that game? I really... No! I,
0: I, I got no. that and uh, a review copy of Two Human on the same day in 2008. <laughs> wow. Right, Right? That's an old-fashioned wow. sentence. And
1: I just... I still, did, a, mm. did Jonathan Blow show up in your... Review get, get, comments. Get there up in my
0: review comments for like our 50 <laughs> daily readers. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I, got, I started playing it and I was like so excited. I was definitely that asshole in his mid 20s, like following every development. Oh, this is our diary on Gama Sutra, Like, oh, this is gonna be amazing. Oh yeah, God. And like, oh. So like started playing it and like three oh. levels in. I was like, I hate this. I
3: hate
1: doing this. Well, you know, Soldier Boy loves it. That's all that so. matters. That's really
3: I thought of another one. Journey. Journey. That's
0: interesting. Because that is like you could like you could you could put narrative on that. Like there's there's an arc. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay. But like yeah, that that's another one like that falls in as lush as Journey is, it's sort it's untitled Goose Game, Cyanar mm-hmm. Wild Hearts. It's like it's modest in its scope. Even yeah. though it's it aims so yeah. emotionally high. Inside, right?
3: It's gotta be. Shut the fuck up, the one with the bullet. Shut up. Well, here. Okay, no. Here's the thing. Yeah. It. Yeah. Actually.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Inside, like, there are things I would change about the control in that game. I mean, oh really? I don't
3: remember the controls at all. a physics
1: game. The physics puzzles are straight out of 2008.
0: Yeah, like, like, mm, like I love that game so like much. Like Half-Life
1: 2 called. It wants its little lever yeah. and weight puzzles yeah. back.
0: Oh, yeah. snap. Uh, okay. God. Advent Rising. There it is. That's the one. Advent yep. Advent. That's yeah. That's it. It's, well, you, you um, won the yeah, contest, won, right? Like the
1: million dollars.
0: Advent, Advent rising. rising. Oh, my God. God. That was a trilogy. It came I will, out. I will it say happened. this: back when we were still at Games Radar, uh, I had. Do you remember when Shadow Complex got like the HD? Oh yeah. And, oh yeah, you interviewed yeah. 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 the had those guy guys on, and I yeah. got him talking about Advent Rising and all their plans for Advent Rising for like a good yeah. twenty minutes. He was like, "Why do you know about Advent Rising?" And he <laughs>
1: because could, it was weird and ambitious. It was. So like, it was. Like, I loved that game.
0: A bigot wrote it and I don't care because they Yeah, there's that. Uh, and he said during that show that the PSP game that they like kept teasing. Yeah, there was going to be a PSP spin off before Advent Rising two and he's like, Yeah, we finished it. Like, it's done and it's still here in the office and we have no way to let anyone play it ever. Oh Someone should just
1: like like a, the some uh, an employee should quote unquote leak it, leak it. like they did that go. that Saints Row yeah. PSP Unfortunately, game.
0: Unfortunately, there's like like Orson Scott Card be litigious dog. Yeah, he. I, uh, I'm, 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 yeah, there's that. I
1: I I need to take from being racist to sue you yeah. into oblivion. <laughs>
3: uh, if anybody, wait, is he racist? I thought he was just He's homophobic? homophobic. He's just uh, homophobic.
1: Okay, homophobic. Yeah. I got my bigotry. Yeah, m- you got your up. your horrible <laughs> human beings confused. Yeah. Uh,
0: I am also very curious about anyone who has their own ideas about sort of game perfection. Get at us. Uh, all of our handles on Twitter we'll talk about at the end of the show. But get at us at, at Continuepod, and let's
3: continue this conversation to the Discord. Yeah, I I'm, I very much want to continue this one, especially, you know, emotionally yeah. perfect or actually perfect. That's like whatever. I like that
0: distinction, like an emotionally perfect game versus a mechanically perfect game. Uh, yeah Klonoa Door to Phantomile I'm just not gonna let I'm just not there gonna go. talk, Stop talking about it
3: uh, Breath of the Wild oh, Maybe Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> Skyward Sword Anybody ah, Guys yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't move it that far I like The I entire tro- The entire trio
1: Is just We're all just gonna start vomiting I, troll,
0: I trolled the world Like talking about Skyward Sword And I like really thought That I was gonna give it The old college try I like bailed After I two did. hours I was like yeah. guys it's not shut good. up. Like
1: this game. Once it start, that the problem with that game is like what, it takes six hours to, to get, get, get going. going? And it's Amazing, and then it's so good. Yeah. Then, oh God! Instead, I played House of the
0: Dead Overkill, which still rules. That game is so it's great. Good. Oh my God! It's really great. It's like, anybody. It's so, anybody, fun. Like, it's so if much. If you guys fun. like the the your Halloween to be like campy, goofy, gross out horror play House of the Dead Overkill. I forgot that when you get like a perfect combo string, like, you never get hit and you have to shoot like 50 zombies perfectly in a row, your combo meter builds up and the game just goes "Gorgasm." And the word Oh my god, word "Gorgasm" <laughs> appears over your character with a waving American flag behind it.
2: <laughs> it's so good. Oh. <gasps>
0: if, oh, if, if no one has ever, if no one has seen the ending of House of the Dead Overkill, I, like that's another one that like is not really accessible these days. It also has the greatest ending in history of any game. Maybe we need to stream oh, God, this. It's so good. Ah, oh. <laughs> the ending is the two characters are like uh, like a G man. And, like, a exploitation detective. yeah, It's like a buddy, a buddy cop, cop thing, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And Marla Guns, the love interest, is she, at Marla the end of the game, Guns. is just a brain in a jar. And the G-Man in glasses, like, you're sort of like Fox Mulder's straight white dude, is like, Marla, I know you're just a brain in a jar, but I still love you. <laughs> and his partner... <laughs> his partner... Is like, that's messed up, but not as messed up as the fact that I think the entire last 20 minutes of this game is a damning indictment of third wave feminism. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, excuse me? He's like, I'm just saying that two dick-wielding, gun-wielding cop cliches gunning down a 50-foot birthing mother is a statement limited in its interpretations. <laughs> It's the greatest line in video game (laughs) history. I say a statement limited its interpretations 50 times a day. Easy. (laughs) Easy. It's, God, House of the Dead Overkill might be emotionally and mechanically perfect, everybody. Yeah. That might be the one that is just across the board good. Uh, A few episodes back. We talked about games that should be
3: collected, that that should. Uh, that, was that was a backer section.
0: It
3: is a bagger section. Got? Do we actually have time oh, for this? Do we not have time. For we time we for went it? on about scary
2: stuff. Yeah. Old. Oh yeah. yeah.
1: It's one third. We're at one third. Yeah. We can talk about all this right, later. Let's, yeah, yeah. Let's kick this to the next episode. We'll bring it
3: back. Yeah. Because because yeah. that deserves yeah, that like deserves a, a
1: good segment. Well, that's, and I need to finish
3: terranigan yeah, anyway. Gotta, right.
1: I'm almost ah. done. I'm so close. Let everybody and Bill
0: leave it in. Our producer Bill, leave all this in, and that'll tease.
3: Oh yeah, because this, this is high quality. It's good quality. radio. It good radio. Oh, God. Leave
1: it all in. This is what you come to expect for podcasts: is just people yeah, talking. We
3: could, we could maybe have more listeners if we were slightly professional. Slightly? No. I mean, no. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. No, no,
1: it's the whole point of a podcast is it's like you're sitting on a couch next to people riffing. Uh, well, it's not fair. like like I want unedited. Okay. Well,
0: who's responsible for causing this to happen, Dave?
1: <laughs> <laughs> who's on the couch who's with on us? on the couch? Yes, uh, these, are, these are the people. This is a very packed couch. but uh, All of our Patreon backers are going to give you all special thanks for uh, giving us money dollars to our Patreon account. We really do appreciate uh, your support in helping uh, make this podcast a reality. Uh, so I'm going to give a special shout out here to... Ryan Brady, Nick Grugan, Double Taco, yodel Gluttony, one of 7 Ryan Mance, Pete, Adam Condra, Matthew Peters, Michael Coffey, Terry Belair, Fancy Manatee, Denton Brock, Ellie O'Dare, Stormshot, Frank Sands, Kalen Houston, Tyler Nilsson, Shane Nilsson, Jacob Christos, Chris Cook, Skip Dippity, Tim Chesson, Daniel Squire, and Tom. Thank, Thank you, you all.
3: Thank you all Thank so you. much.
1: And it's uh, patreon.com slash continue podcast five dollars gets you into our discord channel where we talk about stuff and things uh, and you also get special backer sections of the show which will you will hear after yes, this yes. if you and
0: will. before before this there spe-
1: there's and before yeah we do we riff too there are oh, jokes true, yeah there are jokes in the show that you won't know the <laughs> genesis of unless you're a backer there in the present.
3: If you want to be, if you want to know all of the lore, yeah. If you, you want the midi
1: chlorians of continue podcast, you need to. Oh, I just didn't. Uh, I, uh, wow. I unsold this. Wow. To people. Oh my
0: God, what have we done?
1: Uh, if you really want to know how Batman's parents died, again, you know what needs? That's uh, the you know, anyway. They,
0: when they make Joker two, guys, they better have that. Similar, <laughs> oh wow. Have that Still, similar, joking. Uh, Still joking. Where the pearl? Still
3: joking. <laughs>
0: that sh- there's the name of the episode. Finally. Joker 2, back in the habit. Uh, Susan, where can the people find you on the internet?
3: I just go to Twitter, at Susan Arndt. I'm talking about Ozymandias and my dogs. There you go. Dave, where can the people find you?
0: You
1: can find me at David Robots, where I try to make sense of the world uh, today, and fail miserably. But... Uh, I'm going to be picking up Omega SG soon, the analog Sega Genesis console. So if you have Genesis recommendations, let me know. Nobody hit me up with Super Nintendo. Maybe there are more Genesis fans out there. Let me know.
0: I I got a couple for you. Uh, You can follow me at a John Agnello. And I always forget to say this. I always I always remember on the other show, but I have another podcast that is about video game music called Video Game Grooves. Literally look up Video Game Grooves and you here another podcast that i'm on uh, all right everybody we'll see you in two weeks goodbye Bye.
2: goodbye